This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Welcome into the Full Port Podcast. I'm Josh Howard. And on this week's edition of the Full Port Podcast, we have celebrity-level guests for you, I think. <laughs> uh, you hear him every day locally on News Radio 570 WWNC, and he's also heard all over the country. Uh, our guest today, Mr. Ray Stagic from the Weather Channel. Ray... Thanks for the time Good today, afternoon. and I uh, want to kind of pick your brain about the day in the life uh-huh. of meteorologists, but first we have, <laughs> we ask every guest one question, and that question is, do you brush your teeth? Daily? No, <laughs> but I try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, isn't coffee good enough? I mean, caffeine, and I mean, once you get that taste in your mouth, who wants to get rid of that? Right. No dark thirty in the morning. Yeah, and and I do want to mention something. How come every time they say world famous, or there's always a pause afterwards, and there has to be some kind of other amendment to that? Yes. It's, but a, I it's a qualifier, that. right? Um, <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, five and a half years, everybody should know. And yes, on multiple, in the iHeart family stations, I'm, I'm probably on a dozen markets with iHeart. Really appreciate it. And uh, uh, happy to be here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our last guest said he only brushed his front four teeth. And that was something new for us. So, uh-huh. um, <laughs> so take us through an average day. What does a day look like for you? Well, as you'd expect, it's uh, the bed early. Some nights my wife looks at me and says, you're going up already. And now that the kids have moved on, I mean, Kaylee is in college at Clemson. Everybody else and on demand. Forget about it. I mean, she's here, but she's not. So she's never here. It's 6 o'clock p.m. sometimes. She's like, you're going up already. I'm like, um, 3 a.m. comes early. So Ray, it's, uh, Ray you, may need to ex- you may need to explain the uh, nickname on demand uh, for, for uh, Josh and Nate. <laughs> well, let's, let's keep it simple. So it's a 17-year-old teenage daughter. Have I said enough? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I nailed it. Well, um, yeah, and so, you know, and it's a three alarm and probably a six snooze morning where I've got the cell phone is the last. So actually the battery, um, the battery alarm is the emergency. So that's set at 2 a.m. And the other alarm, which is a sound machine, which we also have a box fan in the room and a ceiling fan, plus the TV stays on. And my wife has a fan in the room. So there's a lot of noise in the room, but I sleep very well. And when that first alarm goes off, I'll actually take the effort to look at the clock and say, hmm, how long can I sleep until? And I, I won't hit snooze. I'll actually set it ahead by 20, 30 minutes or whatever that is that um, I think I want to sleep. And then the 2 o'clock alarm will go off, and that's the battery alarm. And then finally, once we get to a point where I can say, you know, I want to get up, whether it's 3.15 or 3.30, I'm up. I crawl into the closet, which is my office in my bedroom now. Um, Post-COVID even, they allowed us to stay home. And, you know, it's pouring over meteorological data and looking at the models and, you know, the, the weather models, by the way. Um, and <laughs> you know, everything going on, you know, just trying to generate from a base forecast that we do get from the weather channel 
you know, trying to generate more of a now cast. It's, you know, what's happening now, because that's what's most important. You know, it's morning drive or it's your afternoon drive. It's the next two or three days. Um, I want to make sure that it's appropriate for the time frame that we're talking about. I mean, if you say a mix of clouds and sunshine, a lot of times that means the average day or a chance of thunderstorms. That usually means in, in the average day or in the afternoon in the summertime. So I try to pinpoint and try to get it down to a more local scale. And, you know, doing multiple markets, things are really moving until about 5 o'clock. Then I start from live service. I got uh, the WWNC live at 7.12. And then we go from there. And I wrap it up in Miami at about 9.15 in the morning. And then I go do my other duties as a sign. So that's, that's a typical morning, Monday through Friday. The best part of your day, though, is seven thirteen, arguably. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't get twelve minutes of fame in any other market. Well, you know, usually it's thirty, sixty seconds. You know, sometimes we'll go one or two minutes in right. other markets, but you right. know, this is this is an exception, and it's it's really the highlight of my day. I mean, I tell everybody if you're going to listen to anything I do, listen to WWNC at seven twelve. It, it is. That at times, you're going to be laughing more than anything else, and you'll walk away and say, what was the forecast? Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, it's because it's I mean, 11 minutes of dumbassery and one minute of forecasting, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that. You did, but it's your show, as you know, right? I mean, my name is on it, so, you know, technically. Right, exactly. Well, for now. So, I'm trying to get trying to my way in there, but... <laughs> Listen, if you want it, brother, I got news for it. <laughs> um, so, hey, Ray, this uh, Nate here. So, uh, what made hey, you Nate. decide to? Hey, uh, what made you decide to get into weather uh, forecasting as a, a career? Well, it goes back to when I was real young. I mean, I was, I'm a big winter snowmobiler. I think everybody knows that, and you know, I just love the winter time. And when I tell you, I was glued to the Weather Channel. As a young kid, I think they launched in 82, I could not get away from it, especially I would sit down there past midnight, and my passion was weather. And everybody, neighbors, family, friends, even at school, would always ask me, are we going to school tomorrow? And it was funny because in my bedroom, we had a spotlight. We were on the second floor, and the spotlight actually go out, go out of my bedroom to the next bedroom and flip the switch on and see if it's snowing. And I used to do that. And so I used to be the local kind of source to try to get everybody's hopes up of whether or not we were going to have school the next day. So it kind of started around there and it grew into like this passion for, you know, not only winter storms, but severe weather and hurricanes. And, you know, the truth is, is that originally I didn't get accepted into um, meteorology school at SUNY Albany. Um, and so I was just kind of like, I only applied to two schools when I went through the college because I didn't know what I was doing and parents certainly weren't as involved. So I was like, well, I'll be a gym teacher, see how it goes. I played football my first year at Portland State. And I was like, I'll have my summers off, no problem. I said, I'm cool with this, and I hated it. My first semester, I was like, I need to be a meteorologist. And I applied, and the story from there is, you know, I got accepted. And then, you know, I went to SUNY Albany. And, you know, the rest of the first job out of college, 27 years later, I feel blessed to be not only on the radio piece, but for my first um, television appearance and weather to be on a national network. And that is something that I hold, you know, pretty close to my heart. A lot of these people that are meteorologists that work for us, uh, Mike Bettis, for example, I think he was in Asheville, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, they come up through the ranks, as they say, and they're like, oh, you need to work small market before you get here. You need, And I'm like, no, I don't. So I, 
I like to kind of put that feather in my cap. And, you know, every day I find something different that just amazes me about the weather. Right. It's obviously recognized the raw talent, right? I mean, that's really, that's just what you're trying well, to avoid you know, saying is they recognize the raw yeah. talent. I didn't want to be painted with that brush, but I mean, since you said it, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> but, and, I, and as you can tell, we like to have fun with it, too. I think that's where I kind of say, you know, wh- what can I bring that's different? I mean, it's not sunny and 90, clear and 80. You know, not to not to poke fun at anybody else, but, you know, you get that kind of, I don't want to say, stere- you know, I'll say stereotype. And, you know, a lot of times people think meteorologists, they think, well, you know, we're going to have sunshine in 90 today, clear in 60 tonight, sunny tomorrow with a thunderstorm in the afternoon. You know, I try to really stay away from that and make it conversational. You know, theater of mind, how's it look, how's it feel? And I think that's how um, not only myself, but the rest of our staff and radio greet uh, success. So we're in the middle of hurricane season, right? Mm-hmm. And I assume yep. you'll be, you know, hanging from a pole uh, with, a, <laughs> with a fan behind you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, they, they they don't. Go ahead. So I mean, how, how does that change the way you your day operates? You know, when there's something going well, on like that. Yeah, uh, you know, let's take uh, for example this weekend. It was. Um, Hillary going into the West Coast, um, tropical storm. And so. <laughs> Thank you for uh, specifying the yes, difference between I, those two I, hot I, air fronts. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I needed to pause there for a second to react to but, um, So it's, it's a different preparation, especially when it's your off days, because I'll get called to be on the cable network. So I was on Saturday and Sunday morning there. And then as a manager to a director, you know, I have to staff for um, our affiliates on the West Coast, which wanted additional service and additional live service for a, really a historic event. Now, you know, so it's a different kind of day where it's probably if it was just radio, I'd be up an hour or two earlier, making sure I had the latest and working ahead and making sure whatever markets that I was covering that were being affected, that I could solely concentrate on those markets. So, you know, it's additional hours and, you know, just like anybody else in the news business, you know, it becomes a news story. You want to have maybe a little bit more than the weather information, but you want to add that little value add, you know, how do I prepare? When can I expect the worst? And, you know, not just reading stats from the National Hurricane Center. So, you know, it's additional hours, it's additional work, and, um, you know, it all pays off in the end. Right, so with all the wild weather that we have, how has uh, technology changed the way you do your job? Is it easier or does it still, you know, require the same amount of work? Well, it's become a lot easier. I mean, I don't let anybody fool you. Everybody's looking at the same models, the same maps. Doppler 10,000 is the same as Doppler 10 million, and it's the same <laughs> as Doppler number one, which all the Doppler radars or any radar that you look at basically are showing the same things. Um, you know, it's showing precipitation. It shows different. I mean, there's different levels of it, but it all gives you the basic same information. You know, and obviously the evolution of Doppler radar, it, it's gotten better to show different layers of the atmosphere. It can show spin now to help pick up tornadoes, you know, hail and hail cores and stuff like that. So that has made the job a lot easier rather than back in the day um, trying to guess, well, does this storm have a tornado? Does this storm have hail? So we've advanced in that part, too, and also with the modeling. Honestly, considering the grid that the data is pulled from across the lower 48, 
and how little and how far away those balloons that go up. I mean, the Weather Service puts up balloons out of all their offices only a couple of times a day. And all that data going into the models, it, it, it's, it's actually amazing how close and actually how good the forecast is. Uh, I don't want to say most of the time because Mark will probably hit me, but um, <laughs> I would say a lot of the time. If, if you listen to the, the, the detail, you know, somebody will look at the app and say, well, it said 60% chance of thunderstorms today and it didn't rain in my house. Well, you know, that 60% isn't for one spot. Right. It's basically for an area. And obviously, if you're standing still, you've got less of a chance of hitting on a 60% than if you're driving around, right? right. You know, Mark nailed me the one time because he was driving. He said, well, it rained the whole way. Remember that, Mark? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. because <laughs> you were driving in the same direction as the thunderstorm. Right. Other people. So, you know, it's really those things we try to separate. And the, there are times where, I mean, some of these high-resolution models are almost dead on. And you consider the amount of information that they have and it's very limited it's just the extrapolation that the computer can do and the computer it's just sometimes it's amazing considering the little data that they do have so what's the best part of your career to date 712 on WWNC every morning. <laughs> hey, you just earned yourself another two minutes tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's right. You can bump those spots. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Well, the sponsorship's not running tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, guys, it's, I really enjoy, honestly, the, the every day getting up at 3 o'clock. People wouldn't believe it, but I love my shift. I love what I do. And I get to get a taste of every piece of it at the Weather Channel. It's radio. I get to dabble in TV. I've gone on and I've been on our app um, local now where I get to, you know, it's more of a, you know, broad brush on forecast. But I get to do everything. And I'm one of the only people in the building that actually has their hands in all that. And I'm proud of that along with, you know, I do the sales thing on radio. I'm a manager. I mean, I've done everything and, you know, with, with 27 years and hopefully a lot more to go, you know, it, the every day is, is the, I mean, I, I can really say I love my job and there's not many people <laughs> I mean, that can say that. Right. Um, so uh, if you had to do another career path, what would that be? Well, I'll tell you this. Now that um, there's the new concrete division, I'm definitely not getting back into that. Uh, <laughs> been there, done that. And I, I think I've told a quick concrete story where my boss, you know, I was the laborer. And, you know, we were pouring a, um, a vapor barrier in a basement, and it was a crawl space. And basically, we put the chute down the window, and somebody had to go move it around. And boss looked at me, I looked at him, and he just pointed and said, that's you, buddy. <laughs> Hands and knees in concrete, and I'll never forget it. I was concrete head to toe in the lime and oh, just the, the chafing. And the <laughs> so I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. It's not going to be in the construction business, although I've been there and I've done that. Um, I, I really don't know. Um, it would probably, I would try to stay in weather in, in some way or somehow, whether it was you know, another company or another, I, I just, I, I've never really even thought about it. Right. So how bad do you get your chops busted by family members when you give, you know, the forecast for their area and doesn't hold up? Well, I don't know if you're paying attention, but I come from an Italian family and they'll cut your stomach out if you swallow a penny. So <laughs> not only, 
are they very frugal with their money, but they don't hold back. I mean, my mom will call me and be like, um, you need to get your hair cut. My aunt will call me and be like, oh, looks like you got a little more gray. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that those are some of the things, um, you know, that I have to deal with. But, um, you know, that's, that's probably the toughest part of the job is, is dealing with that. But, I, you know, you got to learn to brush it off in this business. Yeah. Um, so what's the weather guy do for fun outside of weather? Uh, well, we all know about the DC or maybe we don't, but you know what? I'm kind of a, I don't want to say loner. I mean, I like people, but I don't, but I need to have them in small doses. <laughs> you know, I, collect. I, I, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an extensive, uh, Lionel train collection. I, I, I think, you know, I do a lot with that kind of playing around and tinkering, buying and selling. Um, you know, I like love sports, watch a lot of football, football seasons coming up and, uh, spending some time with the family and, uh, you know, a lot of time in the pool. I'm a, I'm a big pool guy. I just like the feeling of being outdoors in the pool and in the depression corner. And, you know, <laughs> it's really not all about depression. My wife just happened to name it that, but it's really a fun place. It's just become, <laughs> you know, when it gets a name and it sticks, but everybody, wants to hang out in the depression corner but there, you know there's rules and maybe another day another time to go through the rules and you know the setup because listen it's not like you just go out to this corner in the pool and everything's like oh we're in the no 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 there's towels there's placement of towels there's a process there's it's become a whole big rigmarole and you know it's it's not world famous yet but i'm trying to make it that right so what do you do in the depression corner um, well, let's say I wasn't always a meteorologist. I maybe a fractured an occasional law or two in my day, but there's no laws broken. I'll say that. But, you know, I put my music on and whatever I'm into at the time, I'll play music and I'll go lay on the floor for a while. I'll go back in the corner. I've got my cooler with me with, let's just say, an assortment of beverages. Some <laughs> rhyme with ear and some don't. And, you know, so... You know, usually it's just kind of hanging out and relaxing. It's a good decompression for me. And um, there's days where I do like the hose. We do a couple of bigger parties a year. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just more of an escape for me than anything else. Is the float the same size as the pool or do you have a full-size pool? Well, the, the, the pool's pretty big. I mean, the pool's 18 by 36, but the float is huge. I mean, I'm a big guy, but you could probably fit two race stages and a Mark Starling on the float. I mean, this is, this is like, the, the float is huge because I like to like lay out there and just, you know, escape. And just, just for note, race stage and Mark have never been on a float together and will never be on a float and we together. never will be. <laughs> right. There will be separate floats at all times. <laughs> Um, so kind of going away from the depression corner, uh, do, do your kids recognize the weather stardom that you've achieved? Um, no, no, <laughs> but I am almost, I am almost popular with the Clemson group with my daughter. She has kind of put me on some of her, what do they call reels now? Or I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah. Some, something on the interweb. She's like, we got to do something. We got to do something from the depression corner. So. You know what? I got a pretty good gig. If I can get in with the college crowd, <laughs> then it, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. 
Almost like well, indoor plumbing, right? It's right. going to be big. Close. <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> or sliced bread. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Ray, thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon. Uh, I've got one question left for you. How's the water temperature in the depression corner? And can you, well, okay. we've already explained the depression corner, but what's the water temperature like? What do, what do you keep your pool uh, at? Well, I don't have a heater, so it's regulated by Mother Nature. Um, right now, it's about 87, um, and my threshold is 68, so I've been in it since April. Um, no, my wife won't get in until it's 85, so I spend a lot of time out there by myself. So. You're, you're in Atlanta, 87. So it's a little hotter down there. Atlanta, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A warmer. Hey, thanks for your time today. We appreciate everything, and uh, look forward to hearing you in the morning. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 